You're listening to the Practice Devo podcast, where we aim to connect a simple word to a simple practice. Today, we're going to be looking at the word self-control. This word is incredibly convicting, at least in my life. The definition is control or restraint of oneself or one's actions, feelings, or so on. I think a lot of us have grown up hearing this word in reference to not eating a lot of sweets in order to not get a stomachache, and while I'd say that that's part of it, there's a much deeper meaning that this word should have in a Christian's life specifically. So we'll take a look at Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If you didn't catch that last part, Self-control is a word used in the Bible and is considered one of the fruits or results of what happens when someone decides to follow Christ. Therefore, as a Christian, we must have self-control, but not just when it comes to eating or drinking or exercising, but also in a more spiritual sense. So let me explain it in this way. A synonym for self-control is discipline. I think that the word discipline is often associated with sports and activities that require a lot of training and practice. Okay, so stay with me. But when I think of that, it reminds me of a verse in 1 Timothy that says, Train yourselves for godliness, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and the life to come. So, how do we train ourselves for godliness? Well, how do you train yourself in a sport? You have discipline and you keep practicing. In a Christian's life, practicing for godliness looks like trying to spend time with God every day. I think that the Bible is very clear that in order to grow in wisdom and the fruits of the Spirit, we need to be reading His Word and talking to Him and also listening too. But that's not always easy to do depending on the season we're in, and a lot of times we don't really desire that at all. Therefore, these are times to practice self-control and know that it's good for us. There's this common idea that I hear a lot of my brothers and sisters in Christ cling to, and even I catch myself sometimes saying, Yeah, I was going to read my Bible this morning, but I wasn't in the right mindset, and I decided that just I shouldn't do it because if I wasn't in the mood, it wasn't going to be beneficial for me at all. And I'd say that this is the best time to be in the Word and reading your Bible and practicing, dare I say, (laughs) self-control. To think that the Lord can't move even if you're not completely locked in is utterly false. He is going to speak to you no matter what, because if he has to wait for us to be completely focused and invested to tell us anything, he wouldn't have that many chances because we are sinful, and a lot of that looks like running away from him and spending time with him. Something I've been told before is even that just some time in the Word is better than nothing. That's not saying that you shouldn't be content with a five-minute quiet time for the rest of your Christian walk, but let that be your target goal on the days when you feel like you don't have time or the attention span to study your Bible. Now, some of you might be listening to this and thinking, I'm very diligent in my time in the Word. This doesn't really apply to me. Well, first I'll say, praise God. And secondly, I implore you to keep your Christian friends accountable. Shoot them a text and ask how their word time has been. But also, take a moment to think of the ways that you might not be exercising self-control in other areas of your life. Do you know when you've had enough to eat or drink? Are you balancing work and rest? Too much of anything on this earth, even if it's good at first, will become bad. For example, I'm a huge media guru and I struggle to have self-control in how much time I spend on social media during my week sometimes. Social media in itself is not a bad thing. It keeps us connected with friends and can inspire us in creative ways, and also so many people use it as a ministry. But spending hours scrolling and comparing ourselves, envying others, and just wasting time does not glorify the Lord. Self-control looks like finding the ways that we can please God best in all that we do. 
If you have a hard time knowing when it's time to put your phone down, there's all kinds of timers and ways to lock your apps after some time so that you can get back to work. Did you know that God is pleased when we work? There are so many verses all over the Old and New Testament that praise the hardworking man that is not lazy. Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men. This verse is a constant reminder in my life to do my best with a heart of good intention, with the desire to please my creator and not my fellow man. That being said, sometimes I find myself doing what I know I'm supposed to do, but my heart isn't in the right place. It takes self-control to recognize that I need to change my attitude and get back to worshiping the Lord in my work. Also, a side note, it is incredible to think of the ways that God has given us each individual interests, passions, and skills. How cool is it that we get to do the things that we are good at and enjoy and still worship our Heavenly Father all at the same time? Anyways, self-control is imperative to our walk with God. Even if that looks different than any of the ways that we've talked about today, I'd encourage you to take some time with Him and ask Him to reveal the places in your life where you need to practice discipline or moderation. Once you see these places where you lack, share with the trusted friend and ask them to hold you accountable in practical ways. Have them call or text you so that you can report the ways that you're successful or unsuccessful in your attempts at self-control that day. And above all, pray and ask God to help you. Ask him to give you opportunities to practice diligence and remember that apart from him, none of your efforts are going to be victorious. He carries you. Lean on him and accept his help. Remember that all good things come from God and that he has given us things on earth to enjoy, but it's when we start to value those things more than God, we lose sight of him and his provision. Let me leave you with this Proverbs. Proverb 25, 28. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, remind me that it is your work within me that gives me the control I am seeking over my desires and not my own strength. May I stay connected to you today as I navigate what it looks like to be self-controlled in a world always pulling for my devotion to it rather than you. Thank you for sending your son in my place so that I could be with you. Please be my joy today, tomorrow, and always. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Practice Devo podcast. We hope this helps in your spiritual growth and practice in becoming like Jesus.